And now, another episode of Radio Yesterday, brought to you by ChuckChat.com. Kellogg's Pep, the super delicious cereal, presents... The Adventures of Superman. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Terribly weakened by Henry Miller's strange atomic power and by starvation, Superman and his guise of Clark Kent is dying in a secret cellar. Miller, meanwhile, disguised as an American army officer, destroyed the huge Metropolis Stadium as his first act in revenging the defeat of Germany. Later that night, he phoned the mayor of Metropolis and, identifying himself as the Atom Man, threatened to destroy the entire city unless the Nazi swastika was raised over City Hall. The police immediately traced the call to the Central Railroad Station, and giving orders that no one be permitted to leave the station, Inspector Henderson hurried there with Jimmy Olsen and Editor Perry White. As we continue now, officers guard every door of the vast railroad terminal as the great crowd of civilians, soldiers, and sailors pass through the main exit in single file, where Henderson, White, and Jimmy stand with an armed police guard. Listen. All right, now keep your eyes peeled, Jim. You and Mr. White are the only ones who know Miller, so I'm depending on you to spot him. We'll spot him, all right, dirty Nazi. Won't we, Mr. White? Well, if he's here, we will. He might have gotten away before the police arrived. That's possible, don't you think, Inspector? Yes, it's possible, of course, but I doubt it. He made his call from a phone booth on the balcony, and my men were here two minutes after he hung up. Maybe we'd be lucky if he did get away. Well, what are you talking about, Olsen? Well, he's the Adam, man. Hey, not so loud, Jim. We don't want that to get around. Okay. Golly, if we corner him, all he has to do is shoot that green lightning out of his hands, his his atomic power, and he'd blow us in this station to smithereens. Ah, poppycock. Yeah, never mind about that now. Just keep looking for him. And don't worry about his blowing us up if we corner him, Jim. Just point him out to me. I'll do the rest. Mm-hmm. I'm looking. I'm looking at everybody coming through. <gasps> Jeepers. What's the matter, Jim? Look, over there. That, that... That what? In the Army captain's uniform. It, it's... It's Miller? I think so. Wait a minute. Healy! Ross! Uh, grab that Army captain! Oh, Godfrey, I... Uh, I think it is, but, but, but... No. No, it's not. Well, make up your mind. Is it or isn't it? Jim, is it? No... No, I was wrong. Uh, Miller has light hair, the color of straw. That fellow's hair is dark. All right. Never mind, Healy. Let him go. Gee, uh, for a minute there, I was sure it was Miller. You know, Inspector... What? It just occurred to me, Miller must know that you're looking for him. It's been in all the papers. Yeah? Well, maybe he's walking around disguised. Gosh, I never thought of that. Well, it could be. But you fellas know him. Yeah, but if he's disguised, how could we recognize him? Well, it's a real art to disguise yourself so perfectly that you can fool people who know you. So let's hope Miller is no expert. Now just keep looking. We've got to find him. Don't forget what he threatened to do. We're all in danger. For another long hour, our friends stand at the exit gate, studying the seemingly endless parade of faces moving by. Finally, the crowd passes through, and the vast railroad terminal is practically empty, save for officials and police officers. Disappointed, Inspector Henderson, Perry White, and Jimmy Olsen enter a police car and are driven swiftly back to Mayor Thomas's house, just as dawn breaks over the city. In his study, his face haggard with worry, the mayor greets them. Well, Inspector, did you get him? No, sir. No, he got away. Oh, I was afraid he would. Now what'll we do? 
He told me if the swastika isn't f- is flying over City Hall when the sun rises, he'll destroy Metropolis. Yeah, I know. Well, jeepers, the sun will be up in a few minutes. Now, look, Mayor, it's one thing to say that you're going to destroy Metropolis and another thing to be able to do it. It's no use trying to ignore the facts, Perry. We face a terrible situation. Now, don't tell me that you believe that nonsense about Miller being an atom man. Well, frankly, I don't know what to believe. Nelson of the fire department and two FBI investigators were just here. Oh? Now, what did they say? Uh, they just come from the scene of the explosion. Worked there all night. They weren't able to find any evidence of bombs or mines or any usual forms of explosives had been used. Mm -hmm. I told you, Miller did it with his atomic power. Olsen. But, Chief, if he didn't use bombs or mines, how else could he... That's for someone with more sense than you to figure out. And unless you can keep your oversized mouth shut, you're going out of here on your ear. Now, please, gentlemen, this is no time for quarreling. The Ataman is still at large. He said he'd call me again if the swastika wasn't flying over the city hall by sunrise. And since it won't be... You bet it won't. Well, we've got to prepare ourselves. Prepare ourselves for what? Personally, I think he's bluffing. Well, he wasn't bluffing about destroying the stadium, Mr. White. There's a difference between a stadium and a city, Inspector. I'll grant that he may have some new explosive, but you can't make me believe that a human being can generate atomic power with his own body. Oh, that may be Miller now. Are you men ready to trace the call, Inspector? Yes, of course. Now, if it is the Atom Man, keep him talking just as long as you can. Yes, I know. I'll hold the receiver away so you can all hear. Hello? This is the Atom Man. What? Uh, Who did you say? Quit stalling. Traced my last call and couldn't find me. Take my advice and don't try it again. Well, uh, what do you mean? You know what I mean. Tell young Olsen he's lucky he changed his mind about the army captain. <laughs> if he hadn't, I would have blown everyone in that station to kingdom come. Leaps, it was him in the station. Can you hear me, Mr. Mayor? Yes, but uh, I don't understand. You understand, all right. Don't waste time rounding up all the army captains in town. I'm not in disguise anymore. Now, look here. I'm giving the orders now, Mr. Mayor. You disobeyed my first one about raising the German swastika over City Hall. So tonight, every man, woman, and child in your city will drown like a rat. Gosh. Why, that dirty... Tell him he's bluffing. You're, you're, you're bluffing. Oh, am I? You'll find out tonight. <laughs> you haven't a chance. Nobody can save you. Not even Superman. Gosh. Keep him talking. Well, uh, what, what, what did you say about Superman? I said he can't save you. Because he's dying. Superman dying? I don't believe Do you expect me to believe that? Take my word for it. Or better yet, ask Clark Kent. Mr. What? Kent? Or oh, ask wait. Sidney. He got in my way, too. Sidney? <laughs> sure. Ask Kent and Sidney. They can tell you anything you want to know about me. <laughs> well, that'll be all, Your Honor. So long. And don't forget your water wings tonight. Wait. Listen. <laughs> hello. 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 He hung up. Gosh, what did he mean about Superman dying? He's crazy. He's out of his mind. Well, if we... Wait a minute, I'll take it. It's headquarters on Miller's call. Henderson speaking. Healy, Inspector, on that call. Yes, Healy. Did you trace it? Yes, sir. Good. Where'd it come from? A pay station at Oak and 39th. We radioed the patrol car nearest there and sent it right out. Good. I'll hop right over. Call the car again, Healy, and tell him not to take any chances. Shoot the kill on sight. The man is a maniac. Yes, sir. Well, they've traced the call. I'm going out there right now. I'll call you back, Mr. Mayor. Right. Good luck. Oh, wait, Inspector. Miller said something about Mr. Kent. Now, there's no time for Kent now, Jim. Later on. But Kent may be able to help us. He knew about Miller, and he was investigating Sidney, the fellow Miller mentioned. Now, look, Mr. White. I hate to say this, but the chances are, from what Miller just said, that Kent and Sidney got in his way. They probably found out something about him, and, well, he finished them off. What? Finished Kent? Oh, no. I'm afraid so. Well, I'll see you all later. Later, my eye. Come on, Jim. Huh? Where? Where to look for Kent, of course. We're going to that fellow Sidney's house. I'll get to the bottom of this if it kills me. 
Grimly, Perry White and Jimmy Olsen leave the mayor's house to follow the Atom Man's own boastful clue to Clark Kent. Will they find him in the secret cellar beneath Sidney's garage? We'll return in a moment to find out. But right now, here's Dan McCullough to tell you something mighty interesting. You know, my young pal Eddie walked right by me yesterday and didn't even speak. I couldn't figure out what was the matter with him, so I called, Hey, Eddie, Eddie, what's up? And he looked so, so surprised why he hadn't even seen me. You see, he was on his way over to Pee-wee's house to trade a duplicate comic button he just got from a package of Kellogg's Pep for a duplicate button Pee-wee had. And he was so wrapped up in thinking about how swell it would be to add another to his collection that, well, he just wasn't paying any attention to anything else. I guess all you fellows and girls get that excited when you get a new comic button for your collection. Because there's the doggone good looking, bright red and black and blue on gleaming white enamel. Really looks smart pinned on your jacket or dress or cap. And uh, aren't you glad they're so easy to get? Why, you don't send in a single penny, not even a box stop. All you do is to ask mom to get you some of that super delicious whole wheat flake cereal, Kellogg's Pep. Inside every package, there's an exclusive prize. One of these nifty new comic buttons or a military insignia or warplane button. It's your prize, gang, from P-E-P, Pep, made by Kellogg's of Battle Creek. Now back to the adventures of Superman. Picking up Clark Kent's friend, private detective Candy Myers, Harry White and Jimmy Olsen drove to Sidney's house in the country, where in a secret thick-walled cellar beneath the garage, Clark Kent is near death from the effects of Miller's atomic power and starvation. As we continue now, early in the morning, our three friends have vainly searched the dead Sidney's empty house. Candy Myers has stopped to telephone Metropolis as White and Jimmy, deeply discouraged, walk across the lawn to their car. Well, that's that, Jim. Yeah, I guess so. I was sure we were going to find Mr. Kent. Well, I hate to admit it, but Inspector Henderson was probably right. Kent and Sidney were probably both finished by Miller. Gosh, I, I don't want to believe it, but... I... Wait. What's that? What? I, I hear a kind of thumping noise. Yes. Yeah, it seems to be coming from the garage. But the garage is empty. We checked it. It's not empty now. Come on, let's take a look. Okay. Where's that thumping coming from? Seems to be coming from below us. Oh, how could it? The garage is set away from the house. There's no cellar or anything under it. Oh. Strange, Jim. Very strange. I wonder what's causing that noise. Puzzled, Perry White and Jimmy Olsen stand in the garage. Unaware that Clark Kent, who is Superman, is immediately below them, hurling himself weakly against the thick concrete walls and calling to them through dry, thirst-parched lips. Oh, Jim, Chief, I'm right here, under the garage. There's a secret panel in the floor. Don't go away. No, oh, you've got to help me. You've got to. Jim, Chief. Desperately, Kent calls again and again to his puzzled friends, but his once powerful voice is weak and unheard. What will happen? Will they discover the secret basement in time to rescue Kent? In time to stop the Atom Man who has doomed all of Metropolis? Don't miss tomorrow's thrilling episode, fellows and girls. Tune in, same time, same station, to hear the adventures of Superman. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, 
Up in the sky, it's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Fellows and girls, be sure to follow the adventures of Superman. Brought to you every day, Monday through Friday, same time, same station, by the grand old Kellogg Company of Battle Creek. And for other thrilling adventures of Superman, see your local newspaper. Superman is also a copyrighted feature, appearing in Superman DC Publications.